Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to 49er Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to Friday's edition. We usually do this on the weekend, but we're throwing a huge party this weekend here in L.A. Um, So I wanted to get this out early. And man, let's just jump into it. The NFC Championship is this week. Your San Francisco 49ers, they're in the game. Their 17th trip to the NFC Championship, most in the NFL. Um, And they get to play the Rams. What is more fitting, right? Like, again, divisional opponent. I don't want to call them rivals, really. It's a little too one-sided to be a rivalry game. But, I mean, the Rams are the number one seed. They won the NFC West. Are they good enough to win the NFC? I'm not sure they are. Definitely, they're a good enough team. But the matchups, and and that's what I keep coming back to this week. I've got seven pages of notes here. Uh, <laughs> over the last two games against the, you know, the Rams, the Rams season, what they do well, what they don't do well, what we do well against them, vice versa. And, and I just keep coming back. The more film I watch, it's just this game is not scripted. 
to go the way of the Los Angeles Rams. It's not. And I'm probably like, this is probably like a huge podcasting faux pas or whatever. Like I'm tipping my hat a little bit. I'm telling you right now, if the 49ers play their best game and the Rams play their best game, the 49ers move on to the Super Bowl. That's all that there is to it. And we're going to jump into the nuts and bolts. And yeah, we do. We're giving away another hat. So get your hashtag CCs in there. Countdown crew. We're going to be giving away another hat. Um, we've got clips from all over the place. <laughs> um, you know, from the previous games against the Rams. Um, and what worked and didn't work for the 49ers. So get those hashtag CCs in there. We've got prediction. We've got our bets of the week. We've got all kinds of stuff. We're going to hear from Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle. It's it's an action pack. I mean, we we try to stuff these episodes as much as possible, and yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy. This is usually my favorite episode of the week. Um, that's I, I love this because you dive into these games, and again with the Rams, I do this twice a year with them. You know, we're going on this year six now, and whenever you you see this team so much, I know what plays they're running half the time, and I'm sure the 49ers do as well, especially Fred Warner. And so you can see what it is they're trying to do and all that stuff. And so I love it. Steven, he says, man, is, is everyone expected to play? There's currently two questionable players for the 49ers, Trent Williams and Jeff Wilson Jr. Now, I do fully expect Trent Williams to play. Now, his ankle's not ideal. He did not practice once this week. But I'm telling you right now, that doesn't matter. One, if you go back to week 18, when the season was on the line, we didn't have Trent Williams then either. Colton McKivitz started left tackle and we won. Now, was Colton McKivitz great? No, he wasn't. Um, was he awful? No, he wasn't either. And so the fact that he's had, you know, a little bit of game experience, but if, I, if I'm a betting man, and I am, I'd probably say 95% Trent Williams plays. That dude's not going to miss a playoff game. He's never won a playoff game before this year. I, I don't think there's any way... The fact that he finished the game in Lambeau, the fact that he was standing out on the practice field all day today, if it was bad, that dude would have been in there, you know, whatever. So I, I 100%, 100% believe that he is going to be playing um, this week. Uh, Steven, um, he says, can you put the bets of the week in the comments, please? Uh, usually what I do, and again, Steven, thank you, man. Um, I put every single bet of the week over on our Patreon, patreon.com, 49ers Rush. I usually share two or three bets on here. Um, I'll try to throw them up on there. Um, actually, I'm going to ask you guys to do a favor. Uh, will you guys, when we get to that segment, a couple of you guys just type up kind of very simply what's up in there. I don't have a producer. <laughs> I, I'm controlling the chat. I'm controlling the videos, the script, and all these things, which kind of gets a little bit much. But if it's not thrown up on there, Steven, I will. But if you want the simplest thing, I already posted them over there on Patreon. So that's where everything goes. Um, and again, if you just want to head over there, check it out. You don't like it, you can cancel any time. No issues. Uh, but, th but that's where it's going to be. And again, Bro Montana. Trent has a practice, but not ruled out. Trent's playing. I'm telling you right now, Trent's going to play. Don't believe me. I don't, I don't care. That's okay. I'm telling you, Trent Williams is dressing for this game. He's dressing. He's going to. Andrew Whitworth on the flip side, he's dressing for this game as well. He did practice this week. Um, now let's see here. I'm nobody you need to know. I heard a report saying they're expected two thirds of the fans to be Niners, man, two thirds. I think probably last time the 49ers, which we were there for Niners rush road trip, baby. Um, I think it was probably 60%. I fully expect, I expect it to be red. I really, really do. And you know, I think another, <laughs> uh, how do I say this? Rams fans are a different 
specie of fans. And here's what I mean by this. I've gone to several Rams games, whether at the Coliseum. Um, I've been to a Rams game in Santa Clara. I've been to Rams games at SoFi. It doesn't matter. Rams fans don't understand football. Not all of them. Not all of them. Okay, so I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, blanket whatever. But it's funny. The 49ers will be on defense and it'll be third down. And there's so many 49ers fans there. They stand up and we start yelling and all that stuff. You'll see Rams fans like look around and then stand up and start clapping. And it's like, do you not understand your teams on offense? You're supposed to shut the hell up right now. Why why are you clapping? But they're just like, "Yay, sports." Like <laughs> and it's not all Rams fans. I understand there are very very knowledgeable uh Rams fans out there, podcasts, all those things. I get that. I'm telling you right now, the common LA fan has no clue what the hell is going on because again, this is what happens when your team abandoned you for 20 years in your city. Guess what you get whenever they come back? You get fair weather fans. You get fans that are like, oh, this would be fun. It's on TV. Yay, football. Who's winning the match, Pa? Um, like, <laughs> like, that's what you get. And so while I do fully expect the 49ers to outnumber Rams fans considerably, I also fully expect Rams fans not to know what, when the hell to cheer and when to shut up. So I appreciate them, and I'm excited and looking forward to a very unintelligent fan base as a whole messing things up for their own team. <laughs> and, and I'm just saying, like, tell me I'm wrong, okay? So if you've been to a Rams game, tell me I am wrong. It, it, like yay sports <laughs> like that's just kind of who they are um I, I don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong uh, but but it's just it it's it's what it is now now brandon I, I like this um he says john one of these days can you do a breakdown video on why and how kyle shanahan's offense is different or better than the standard offense i talked about this a little bit last week with um who was it the cowboys uh kellen moore right People could design great plays, and I've been a part of some wonderful coaching staffs that could sit there on the chalkboard, and they drop a play, and everybody just goes, whoa, that 100% is going to work. That's not what sets Kyle Shanahan up differently, okay? Let me verbally just explain a little bit about how things change. What Kyle Shanahan will do is he starts with, okay, who are we taking advantage of this play? Let's just say it's the Mike linebacker, okay? And we will do a whole series of motions pre-snap to move that Mike linebacker two yards this way, two yards that way. Changing his numbers, okay, I'm responsible for the number two wide receiver. Okay, motion just happened. Okay, now I've got the fullback. Oh, he just motioned. Okay, now I've got the running back. And then we'll keep doing those. And those are just running plays. Standard, outside zone, or toss, whatever. Doesn't matter. Then we make it look the exact same way. We block it for the first two to three steps the exact same way. But what happens is we release uh, basically a high-low concept is what it would be called. And again, I'll jump into the film on this offseason. Thank you. This is a great question, Brandon. But what he'll do is he'll build off that play to a passing concept that, you know, the running concept was stressing the Mike linebacker left and right between play side A gap and backside B gap, for example. Now he'll do a passing concept that looks just like the running play, and then he's going to stress the linebacker vertical and shallow. So he'll run like a short, just kind of crossing route in front of him and a deep dig behind him. Those are all those Debo, Jimmy G to Debo passes. Um, and again, so now you're stressing him horizontally in the run game, vertically in the passing game. 
Okay, all offensive coordinators do that too. That's okay. But what happens is with Kyle Shanahan, as soon as we've taken advantage of that Mike linebacker too much and they start to creep down that safety, he'll do some type of pill-off route, very similar concept, but take advantage of the safety alleviating his position. And so what I want to say is Kyle Shanahan does not throw darts. Every single thing he does is on purpose and exploits one individual matchup. And as soon as the defense adjusts, he has something that will go off of that. And so whenever you see those outside toss plays or the runs, and you're like, man, why do they keep running that? And it's only getting one or two yards. There's a reason why. Uh, go back to the Rams game, right? We run Debo out to the side. It's kind of the sweep Debo play from the running back position. Jalen Ramsey comes up, flies up, stops it for negative one yard. Second quarter, we come out, do the same thing again to the opposing side when Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Jalen Ramsey comes up, flies up, stops it for like one or two yards. Why do we keep doing that? Well, then the next time you do it, you give it to Debo, looks exactly the same. You hit a running back touch, uh, you know, running back pass over his shoulder for the win. So Mike McDaniel upstairs, Kyle Shanahan on the field, that's what they're watching. They will run a play three times to set up that fourth kind of alternating, um, I, I I don't know, rope-a-dope, if you will. And that's one of the things that, yeah, right there, Shache. Uh, Kyle's playing chess while other people are playing checkers. That's very, very well said. And one of the testaments to, this isn't even what I wanted this podcast to be about, but I think this is good, I think this is good content. Mike McDaniels, the fact that that dude's probably going to get the Miami head coaching position. I've had a lot of Miami beat writers reaching out to me today. Um, tell me about Mike McDaniels, everything you know. And I like I keep telling them, your general manager, talking about Greer down in Miami Dolphins, loves Kyle Shanahan. Every running back we have ever cut and or traded ends up in Miami, right? Brita, uh, Salvin Ahmed, uh, like you can go on and on and on. Like he, people want a piece of this Kyle Shanahan running game because you don't have to win with talent, right? I mean, look, Salvin Ahmed, we cut him and kept Jamichael Hasty, which I think was the right move, but he's flourished down there. Undrafted free agent cut, and they basically turned that dude into a number two running back. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's regroup. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I hope... Uh, that's okay. I don't want McDaniels. I don't want D'Amico to leave either. But I'm telling you, people want part of this playbook. And even though McDaniels never even called plays, people are like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because they understand it gives their players a statistical advantage because they understand the concepts. Again, Kellen Moore doesn't understand the concepts. He's a great head coach and play caller. He's great. But there's a limit because, again, he's just throwing darts. Nothing's building on it on itself. Now maybe he'll adapt. I'm sure he will. But like it, it's not just oh well this play works on third and three. No 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 no. Like that's old school thought. You see like you know Andy Reid with his Waffle House menu. You guys don't get the Waffle House reference. Big old Denny's menu perhaps. Like those things are important. But again, even Andy Reid isn't notorious for building plays on top of each other to take advantage of basically over aggressive linebackers or corners or safeties or loose coverage in their read system and how they look at things. That's a Kyle Shanahan thing. There are other quarterbacks or other coordinators that do that. Kyle Shanahan's by far um, the most kind of 
adapt or whatever, adept of that. Um, so let's let's talk about the Rams. Obviously, they're pretty damn good. They go 12-5, and five, finish first place. Um, you know, their losses, they lost to the Cardinals, Titans, 49ers twice, Packers. That's it. They go on the road in the playoffs and, man, destroyed the Cardinals. They jumped out 28 to nothing on the Cardinals. Now, stop me if you've heard this before because this is who the Rams are. Again, they fit the mold of the Los Angeles culture to a T. Uh, yes, thank you, James. Waffle House is incredible. I was raised in a Waffle House. My dad uh, ran a construction company in the southeast out of Georgia. And so every single week, we were in like a different town in the summer. I stayed with my dad in the summers. And he didn't have office space. At Waffle House, 24 hours. So we would just go and Waffle House, and he would like balance his books and all that kind of stuff. And then we'd go work because there's just Waffle Houses everywhere. So like it, it, that's that's just where I was raised, man. Um, Scatter smothered covered. What's up, baby? If you know what I'm talking about, appreciate you. If not that's okay that's okay we'll we'll we'll, we'll have to do uh for a 49ers rush road trip when we go to the south we'll have to hold like a morning party at a waffle house or something um and hopefully the police don't arrive now um back to the cardinals game the cardinals were down 28 to 0 28 to 0 the game was over forced the cardinals to abandon the run um they only had 18 rush attempts two interceptions the cardinals were 0 and 9 on third downs and the final score is 31 to 11 then you get to the bucks game for the rams they did basically the same thing they jumped up 27 to 3 that game was over it was done d-u-n but what happened the la culture the rams they're front runners and when adversity steps in they're done. They, they, they give up just like they did when they were up 17 to zero against us. They let people hang around, hanging around, hanging around alligator blood. Like, right? Like that's what this is. And so the, the Los Angeles Rams let the Bucks come back and almost had another one of those crazy kind of, you know, Falcons, Tom Brady moment. And they tied it up four straight scores by the Bucks in the second half, and they tied up 27-27. to 27. It looked like Tom Brady was going to do what he does. Uh, Tommy says, thanks for the Twitter message. Gave me a chuckle. Uh, yeah, Tommy. Uh, I, I, Tommy's awesome. Uh, and he, he'll, he'll come at me um, with, with some off-the-wall take. And sometimes, man, you just got to let some choice words fly in there. But appreciate you, Tommy. Thanks for the support. Always great talking to you, man. You're a good friend. Um, so... Four straight scores by the Bucks. They tie it up, and somehow, finally, the Rams are able to score in the end. And I think this is one of the things that sets the 49ers apart more than anybody else. And, I, and the funny thing was, we talked about this last week. Like somebody asked me, like, what was the slogan or something along those lines? And I said, by any means necessary. You just win by any means necessary. And sure enough, a day or two later, I'm listening. I think it was Sirius XM. Kyle Juszczyk was on uh, Moving the Chains. And it, sure enough, Kyle Juszczyk said, by any means necessary. I was like, oh. I was like driving my car. I was like, what's up, man? That's what we've been talking about. Um, that's who this team is. Now, listen to George Kittle talk about This was right after the Rams' victory, the most recent one in Week 18. Listen to Kyle, George Kittle. He'll tell you why. Well, like I said, this team has been through a lot. Like, we've been through a lot of adversity. We've dealt with a lot. We've lost games by making mistakes. and We've won games, you know, dirty. Um, this is a gritty team. It's a salty team, and we just keep bouncing back. We don't really let anything freak us out. I mean, when we played the Packers last time, we were down 17-0. We came back and, you know, almost won that game. Uh, Rams were down 17-0, and we came back and won that game. We just, 
I don't want to say we don't flinch, but we just stay calm and, you know, we trust in each other and we trust in the coaches. And this whole team's just full of football players that just love to play the game and they don't really care about what's going on during it. But we're just going to keep battling, we're going to keep battling, we're going to keep battling. And then maybe we've been winning more than we have lost. You just don't give up. That This team is so freaking resilient. You go back to that 2019 game uh, season, which was incredible. Shot out of a cannon, and then you started losing all these close games to Seattle, to the Ravens, to whatever. That's not this team. This team, one was three and five, and basically out of it, and they finally hit their switch. And since that point, like there's just this idea in the back of their head. Doesn't matter what the situation is. We're going to come out on top. We're going to come out on top, and I freaking love it, man. I I, I love it. Um, let's see here, Mr. Superfly. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with the game. Have you ever been able to meet the 49ers players? Uh, either from the yeah, handful. Uh, which, which is really really nice. Um, you know, my first couple years covering the team, a couple of the undrafted free agents reached out to me and gave me family passes, which was really cool. So I got to go to some of the 49ers game and kind of hang out with the families afterwards and stuff. Got to meet a lot of the players, uh, which was really, really cool. And, you know, I didn't like fanboy or try to use that for interviews or anything. Just really enjoyed the experience. And, you know, what you learned, whether it's coaching or whatever, and, you know, I've, I've coached a couple players that have, you know, won Super Bowls and played big-time football and are still playing big-time football. People are people. Um, they, 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 people are people, and most people, you, you get to know them, they're pretty amazing, and that's probably one of the reasons why I love this podcast so much, is, man, you know, we, we do all these meetups, we do these tailgates, we do all this stuff, and you get to meet and build awesome relationships with these great people, and we're partying tomorrow night, a big reason why we're doing this Friday podcast and not Saturday, we're partying on the beach, we're going to be at Baja Sharky's at Hermosa Beach, we were there a month ago, um, and it's going to be great, we've got a lot of people coming out, just got an additional Joe Montana jersey, we've got several Debo autographed jerseys, Elijah Mitchell jerseys, Frank Gore jerseys, Roger Craig jerseys, that we're just giving away. Um, so get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We've got two trivia competitions set up. I've got some extra hats to give away as well. Um, and have a drink on me, man. Uh, let, let's spend some time. Let's build some relationships. Jason Aponte's coming out. Um, th there's going to be a lot of people there. That's going to be a good time. So I, I know there's a lot of invasion stuff going on throughout LA and that's beautiful. I love all those things. We're the night party. So come on out to us. Weather's going to be beautiful. Um, the second floor where we're hosting the party and then we're taking over downstairs. Um, second floor is open air, completely open air. So if you're one of those people that's somewhat concerned about COVID and I don't blame you, hey, you can just party upstairs the whole time. You don't have to worry about anything. But the traditional bar atmosphere, that's there as well. Uh, have some great food, some drinks, meet some people, take some pictures, and let's have a good time. The only thing, I'll, I'll promise you this, I'm not going to drink too much and start tagging people because that gets bad. Uh, some of you on Twitter, uh, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> uh, shout out to Perk, man. I appreciate you, man. Uh, good sport. Uh, sorry about that. Always so sorry about that. But anyway, head over there, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, let, let's talk about, Let's talk about the Rams games and the 49ers games specifically. And I hit a couple of these stats last episode. Uh, I added a couple more, and I think it's very, very important. The Rams have had two turnovers each of the games against the 49ers. Now, both the games were completely different in the fact, man, we blew them out of the water the very first game. And the second game was close, obviously, went overtime and all those different things, right? Um, but here we go. Third downs are everything, and these are parallels 
to even the two playoff games versus for the Rams not playing against the 49ers. They stopped teams on third downs. You know, but the 49ers on third down were 8 and 14 the first time we played them and 9 on 14. That's 60%. That's great. Anything close to 50 is wonderful. 60 is incredible. Rams on third down, 3 of 10, 3 of 15, only 24%. That's probably the key metric. That and rush attempts. The 49ers rushed 44 times the first time and 31 the second. You got to run the ball. Run the ball. Own time of possession. And, you know, another thing, the Rams' offense is incredible. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, say, oh, they're bad or whatever. That, that's not what it is at all. But when you look at the Rams' offense, you know, they're second in pass touchdown, third in yards, fifth in passing yards, sixth in total yards. They haven't gone over 300 total yards against us in two attempts. You've got to keep those things rolling. You've got to. And the 49ers' defense is by far, by far, the best in the NFL that is left playing. Um, doesn't mean some of those other teams, the Chiefs, no. Bengals, no. Rams, no. Maybe last year, but they've taken a huge step back because, again, their money's concentrated at the top. They don't have the depth like we have, right? Um, and so what is it that they're going to be able to do? The Rams offense. Let's talk about the Rams offense. And I think it starts with this. This was the clip last week. Because it's almost like a coin flip for the Rams. And what I mean by that is, pick your poison. Do you let Bosa, a transcendent player, wreck your game plan? Or do you take Bosa out? And if you do take Bosa out, guess what that means? Everybody else going to feast. Here's probably one of my favorite clips of the whole year. And it's not a highlight. We do get a sack on this play. But this is the Bosa effect. Watch four players hit Bosa. This is the Week 18 game against the Rams. Well, it just This is what the Rams have to decide. The Bosa is coming from ooh, inside. Look at this. Coming against the guard. Gets a one-on-one. -on -one. No, he doesn't. He gets the triple T. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, he got... Uh, count the guys. And this is the thing. This is the Bosa effect. Okay, let's count how many guys hit Bosa here. Okay, there's one. There's two. There's three. There's four behind him. Four 3-0 linemen and one up back all get Bosa. Okay, so count. One, two, three, four, five, six... If four guys hit Bosa, that means somebody else is getting a one-on-one -on -one minimum. Here's Eric Armstead. He just freaking pushes this dude right into the quarterback's lap. What an incredible passer. So that's Whitworth now. This dude's one of the most, like, most starts in NFL history at tackle, and he just puts him right back in his lap. Hell yes. That is incredible. I don't think that Whitworth's on the left side. I'm sorry. I mean, that's Haverstein. Still, though, I mean, just watch this bull rush. Gets his hand on hand and just freaking presses him right into the lap. Goes for the ball. Wraps him up. Again, the whole time on the ball. Arden Key gets in there, too. Watch Arden Key coming through the A-gap now. Man, that's a fun stunt. Look at this. This, this is a new one here. He's going to fake this way, then come under. Come back around. So he's going to fake the A-gap, then come all the way around. Right here, fakes this way, then Bosa comes under, and he loops all the way around. Heck yes, man. Three guys hit the quarterback, and again, like, here's the still shot of the day, man. This is the Bosa effect. I'll show you. I'll stop it at the correct time. Look at this right here. This is what it's all about. Look at this. You've got three guys, and again, he chipped on them too. These guys right here. That means one, two, three defenders. You got two guys blocking three defenders. 
all because of this. The film don't lie. This is all Bosa, man. This is all Bosa. Without him, yeah, these guys, they did their part. But this is why they were able to. And so, like, like I, 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 man, I freaking love it. And if you look at the weaknesses of this Rams defense, you have to get there with four men. You can't blitz Stafford. He's one of the best in the NFL against the Blitz. 27th in rushing touchdowns. Now, Cam Akers back. He still doesn't look like himself. 25th in rush attempts. When they get flustered, they just throw the ball, which is in the 49ers' favor because that's what they're trying to get you to do. They want to shut down the run, put you in obvious pass situations, and then let their D-line feast. And that's what we've done. And they throw interceptions. 25th in interceptions. Stafford has four pick sixes. Now, Stafford hasn't gone three games. I think this is Javi. I saw this stat. I want to give him uh, Javier Vega, awesome guy, friend of the show, um, fourth and gold podcast. He put something on there. Stafford has never gone more than three games without uh, a turnover. Well, he's gone back-to-back games in the playoffs without one. Hey, he's due. He's due. That's all I got to say. Um, that's, that's where that is. Now I, I see this question, Tim, uh, let, let's jump out real quick and I'll jump back into my script. He says, who gets the most receiving yards on Sunday? In my opinion, um, this is one of my bets of the week actually. And because the odds are so good, um, I think that Cooper cup probably will. I bet Debo and here's why you bet $2 and win 14. That's how good the odds are in favor of Debo's, um, having receiving yards. Again, this is just receiving yards only in this game. So I bet Debo the most receiving yards in the NFC Championship bet two to win $14. And again, if you want to bet more or whatever, now likely, I think Cooper Cup is probably that guy, but and then probably George Kittle. But man, you can't tell me Debo can't take an 80-yard screen to the house. We've seen him do it against this team before. So that that's one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I'm totally cool with that. Um, You know, just because of the how much it increases the payout on that. That's why I'm taking that. Um, so take that for what you will. Now back to the weaknesses of the Rams offense, rush yards, 24th um, in the league, 23rd yards per rush, only 4.1. So how, how do the Rams offense be successful? This was the most successful play that they had. And this player is probably not even going to be starting. He'll be doing backup and be out there on dime. That's number 27. Dante Johnson's been incredible. And I think that the slot is kind of where his best position is, but not against Cooper Cup. You know, you're getting these two wide receivers that are just incredible. And we've seen so much. Like, if you just look at the four teams that are available, right, that are still in the championship games. You had Debo, who's an all-pro. You got Cooper Cup. He's an all-pro. You got Tyreek Hill, who's, you know, whatever, a terrible human being, but very, very fast. He's not All-Pro this year. And then you got Jamar Chase, who was just outside the All-Pro, one of the best rookie seasons of all time. The NFL, you have to have receiving threats to move the the program. Like, that's that's the way that it is. Because, you know, back in the old days, you would just run it, all those things. The 49ers still do that. But you have to have that dynamic playmaker ability on the outside that can come through when things aren't going right and you're getting out-schemed and at the end of the day, you can just say, you know what, Debo, here's the damn ball. Go do your thing. And every one of these teams has one of those guys that's left. And Devontae Adams with the Packers, who we just beat, they had it, right? I mean, you can go all the way down the line. Tennessee, A.J. Brown, like they existed. Mike Evans, on and on and on and on. But Stephon Diggs, like boom, 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 right? Here's what you can't do. And I don't think the 49ers have to be in this position. Dante Johnson's been incredible. He's been incredible. 
but not manned up against Cooper Cup. This play right here bothered me a lot. He just got beat. Let's watch the route kind of develop. I don't know why or what world we're saying, yeah, let's just put number 27 man-to-man -man by himself. I mean, this is just very, very poor defensive execution. All you got to do is just rotate these two guys, and we'll do that in the second half. Anytime you draw up a play at number 27's on the leading wide receiver in the NFL, you're you're wrong. You're wrong. This is wrong. And the results are exactly what it is. This isn't 2-7's fault. Is it poor coverage? Yeah, but why the hell are you man-to-man -man with no safety help over here? Meanwhile, Jimmy Ward's guarding a basically a tight end. Like, no, this is stupid. And th the one thing I will say is... We make adjustments and get out of this. This is this is ignorant defense. It's so stupid. So stupid. Here's Bosa coming on the blitz. Again, like this is a tight end chipping right here. Why do we have Ward on him? There's no doubt in the world that 2-7 is not a good coverage guy. I don't think anybody believes this. The fact they were able to draw this play up and we allowed that to take place. Ugh. That's just... I mean, look at the separation, man. That That's, that's just stupid. Not fair to 2-7. Not fair to him at all. And, and, like, Cooper Cup could basically beat almost any corner in the NFL. He's that damn good. And my favorite thing about D'Amico, he adjusts. That was early in the game. He adjusted. We, we changed things around and made it harder on him. Best news this week, K1 Williams didn't play in that game. He was coming off COVID, didn't feel right. Uh, basically said, man, I think I want to be a hindrance to my team if I play this week. Like, I, I don't think I could go full speed. Yeah, we saw how he played the last two weeks, right? Got the pick versus Dallas, almost got the interception versus Green Bay, was all over the field. Now he's going to be out there. So you don't have to really tilt your safety coverage over the top of your slot guy, which we did do there, but we did later on in that game. That's huge. The 49ers had Aaron Rodgers guessing the entire game. We did a lot of brand new type of cover three stuff that we haven't done where we did both safeties back. If you watched our Patreon breakdowns and all those things, it, it, it was just different. So confusing Matt Stafford is not a difficult thing. If you blitz Matt Stafford, you're going to pay. 49ers aren't going to blitz them too often. I think we were at 12% blitz rate for the year. We we're bottom five. We don't blitz that much. We get there with our four, which is awesome. We'll do the show blitz a lot of times on third downs where it looks like we're blitzing, and we'll come one out of five times of that. But majority of times they look like they're blitzing, then they back out into coverage. You're going to confuse Stafford. And when you get your hands on the ball, you better make it count. Interceptions, no pass breakups. You need interceptions. That's going to be key to win this game. Um, oh, man, what's up, Kurt? Uh, good good dude. Awesome drummer. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS 
for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. He put it up there. Bosa is behind Charles Haley in postseason sacks for the 49ers. Only needs one sack to tie him. That's happening this week. And how crazy is it? Bosa's in his third year, only second year really playing, and he's already tied that. And, and that's a testament to where the 49ers have been. How many teams can go to two NFC championships in three years? How many teams can go to five NFC championships in 11 years? We were in the dark ages a decade ago. Now here we are on the main stage where we belong. And you got to love it. You got to respect it. And you got to enjoy this. If you can't enjoy this after going 3-5 and five this year, like we're playing with house money. I fully expect the 49ers to win. And I'll be disappointed if they don't. But holy freaking cow, man. This is awesome. This is great. What a great time to be a 49ers fan. And we're still moving forward. Still moving forward. Now, um, I got to take this opportunity. This offseason is going to be huge. The draft is going to be huge. We're throwing a party in Vegas. Um, oh, oh, it's going to be fun. All right, guys. I've been teasing this for a minute, but it's time. Here we go. We're hosting our draft party in Las Vegas during the first and second round of the draft. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a small party. Like, we're talking around 200 or less, which we've been having that show up just at our Rush Road Trips. The only difference is... For our NFL draft coverage, days one and day two, we're going to have two 49ers join us, rookie Elijah Mitchell and all-pro linebacker and captain of the defense, Fred Warner. So if you want to participate in this and get to know these players, and again, it's going to be an intimate setting, pictures, autographs, going to have them on the pod, interview them, things like that, live while you are there in Las Vegas. You got to text this number. It's the only place you're going to be able to get access to early bird pricing, exclusive offers, because we're going to fill it up ourselves. I'm just telling you that right now. So what you have to do, you text the word draft, D-R-A-F-T, to this phone number. It's on the screen, or just listen to me read it off to you, 833-306-0365. Again, text the word draft, D-R-A-F-T, 833-306-0365. You want to hang out with Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell? You want to rub that into the face of your fantasy team, your fantasy league members, and all that stuff? You want to talk 49ers? You want to be able to build those memories for the family? This is the place to do it. So check us out over there. And again, when we sell out, it's going to go quick. So whenever we release that information on that to the draft number, make sure you move quick on it. Come party with us. It's going to be one of the 
been building this for a long time and really excited to provide this for the faithful, for our listeners, and to continue to build a community. So come party with us during the NFL draft in Las Vegas. Excited to see you guys there. Now, I will tell you guys, um, we're looking to release the first tickets this week. There's probably only going to be 150 spots available. That's it. We're looking for a small, intimate setting. Um, it's going to be pricey. If you have any idea what it costs to rent out a place on the strip for the NFL draft, it's, it's a little bit past teacher's salary. <laughs> Uh, but that's okay. We're going to have a good time. So get that text in, and whenever you get a text, we're just going to release a limited number of tickets. And when they go, uh, we're probably going to have about three or four releases where we do like 20 tickets at a time type of a thing. You have the opportunity to do like VIP passes and decide, you know, if you want to pay extra for, you know, autographs or whatever. If you just want to hang out, all those things are going to be there. Um, so anyway, that's the draft of Vegas. It's going to be awesome. Really, really excited about this. A lot of hard work has got into this and a lot of financial capital. Um from some really awesome people that are helping us throw this party uh, to get it going. So uh, that's got to be there. Now let's talk about the Rams defense. Let's flip the script. 49ers on offense, Rams on defense, what that looks like and what we need to do. Let's listen to the head coach himself talking about the Rams defense and what makes them so different. I mean, I think we've done a real good job with it, you know, and I think we've gotten stronger as the year has gone. And um, that we did a hell of a job versus them last game, um, which was huge for us, especially in that second half. Um, you know, their pass rush, it's, um, I mean, it's as good as it gets also. You know, the, the individuals that they have, um, especially, um, you know, it all starts with 99, who um, just the generational talent and what, what he attracts to have to give someone a chance to stop stop them. And you got to worry about that. But then you add in all the, the guys around them and some pretty good coverages with it. So um, usually the teams at this point in the year all have good pass rushes. I think it's pretty hard to get to this point when you don't have one. Um, but I think we're two of the top. He's not wrong. Uh, they get a lot of sacks, and you got to keep Jimmy comfortable. The good news is 99 hasn't had a good game against us in several years. Uh, hopefully that continues. Why is that the case? I get asked that all the time. Why can't Aaron Donald beat Brunskill? One, the reason why Aaron Donald beats everybody is such a low leverage guy, um, and he's quick. That's what Daniel Brunskill is as well. Also, when 99 gets upfield against us, this is a shout-out to uh, Brian Centron, who we talked on the phone earlier today, really good friend. Um, the Rams are made, especially on defense, to be stars. You go do you, Right? It's not about team defense. It's the exact antithesis to what the 49ers are on defense. They run a very complex kind of system up front, and they're penetrating D-line. 99 wants to get upfield. Well, if you're doing that against a zone concept, especially zone running concept, awesome. You just created a cutback lane for us. When you have a united front and nobody's getting penetration, but they just stay linear and maintain their gap integrity, we can't run against that. But as soon as they start, you know, Aaron Donald's three yards upfield, everybody else on the line of scrimmage, now we got that B-gap cutback. And that's been one of the main reasons why 99, we'll trap him. We'll let him get upfield. We know what he wants to do. We let him. We send Lakin on the backside to cut him off, to wall him off. And then we just hit right inside that A-gap. And th those are things that you can't ask somebody not to be what they are. You can't change the zebra stripes, right? Because that's who Aaron Donald is. That's how he's become player of the year so many times. All those things. He causes problems on his own, and his highlights are usually him by himself. Well, that's great. That doesn't work against this offense. So please continue, and he's going to keep doing it because that's just who he is. That's what the, You can't change your defense in the middle of the freaking NFC Championship. Now, maybe they will, but I doubt it. 
There's a reason why the 49ers are 6-0 against this team, and it's exactly that. It's a bad freaking matchup for the Rams, personnel-wise and scheme-wise. It's just what it is. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate the gift, my friend. Um, and so here we go. Shot J says, John, so true. When I saw the defense all 22 from week 18, I couldn't believe how much the number one corner repeatedly overcommitted and got beat as ego was too big. Jalen Ramsey, as soon as something goes wrong, what does he do? He blames his safety. He blames whatever. He says, oh, it's just the scheme. It's not Jimmy G. We've been destroying Jalen Ramsey since before he came to the NFC West. You remember Jimmy Garoppolo's first year? Whenever they were on, like, the best defensive unit in the NFL with the Jags and just destroyed them. Like, that's Jalen Ramsey going to blame everybody else. And you use that ego against them. Double moves, let them be aggressive, throw the ball over them, whatever. It's not the first time. The third and 16 in 2019, when we went back-to-back third and 16s converted, that was against Jalen Ramsey. It's like, oh, we were in trail two man. Trail two man doesn't mean stop your feet 15-yard downfield. You stay with your man. And just throwing people under the bus. That's who they are, man. They're L.A. I live in L.A. I should probably stop talking trash on L.A. Uh, I love this place. I really do like it here. But there are some flaws, some major flaws, very easy to find flaws. And that's who the Rams are. Now, they're very good at a lot of things. Second fewest touchdown passes. Third fewest penalties. Fifth in DVOA. Uh, fifth in yards per rush, 3.9 yards. And that works. The 49ers want to run the ball, right? What was the stat I gave you guys earlier? When we beat them in our two games, we ran the ball 44 times and 31 times. A lot of the running success didn't come till late, though. And this is why. You wear them down. Watch Elijah Mitchell just run through these guys. Run through them. You're down seven. Third now you quarter. got a game. Defense holds them to the first three and out. You start the ball just past 25. Nothing wrong with that at all. Now this is the run and drive. And you could start to see this defense getting tired after that long drive beforehand. You start seeing some of these missed tackles. You're going to start seeing some hands on hips from the Rams. Not a good block at all by Colton McKivitz, but Elijah Mitchell makes him miss in a phone booth. Just Look at Aaron Donald, 99, just standing there with his Get hands him, baby. On his Get him, Rook. Watch 99. He's left defensive tackle, defensive left. Woo. Like, I'm, I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it again. What, he's the defensive left tackle, right? So if you're looking at this, for he's on the offensive right, defensive left, number 99. People want to know why he can't be successful? He's tired as hell. And by the end of it, you're just cutting off his momentum. Watch. I'm, I'm, same clip. Watch 99. You're down seven. Now you got a game. Defense holds them to the first three and out. You start the ball just past 25. Nothing wrong with that at all. Now this is the run and drive. And you could start to see this defense getting tired after that long drive beforehand. You start seeing some of these missed tackles. You're going to start seeing some hands on hips from the Rams. Not a good block at all by Colton McKivitz, but Elijah Mitchell makes him miss in a phone booth. Just running over people. Get him, baby. Get him, Rook. I love it. I love it. Woo. He, he's not doing anything. He's just that's the first defensive possession of the third quarter, and he's just standing up watching like a freaking meerkat at the zoo. Just like, what's happening right there? Like, that's it? That's your king? 
Now, Aaron Donald's might be the best player in the NFL. I don't have a problem with that. And yeah, the stats and everything, that's great. Not against us. It's like Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Nope, not against us. Aaron Donald, right? So amazing. How many defensive players? Nope, not against us. Not everything works. It's a matchup league. It's a bad matchup for the Rams. It's a bad matchup for the Rams. And when you run the ball, you take away what they're best at. That's what I love, man. That's what I love. They've given up 20. They're 23rd in the NFL in rushing touchdowns allowed. 23rd. It's not great. You can run the ball on this team. You just have to be consistent with it. And you have to attack it all four quarters. You have to. Now, once all that stuff gets going, because believe you me, I'm telling you right now, their job is Debo and Kittle. That's what the Rams want to take away. They're going to put Jalen Ramsey on Debo wherever he is. And they're going to use a safety and a linebacker on Kittle. Well, pick your poison, right? That's what we started this with. You got to pick your poison. Because what happens whenever you put all this emphasis on Kittle? Well, I'll show you right here, this clip right here. Kyle's going to bluff with Kittle. And watch what happens to Brandon Ayuk, who's got to have a good game this week. Everybody goes with Kittle. Play action. Oh, my gosh. Look to the left. Look to the left. Look to the left. Look to the left. There it is. Wide freaking open from the start. What happened here defensively? They bring him? Do they blitz? Oh, he sat. That's George Kittle. So they all sat with Kittle. And that just, man, perfect job. Look at him sit it down instead of keep running into the coverage. Wide open. Man, him in the open field is fun. This is Kittle. Watch George Kittle. They all think it's coming. Look at this. All these guys. He's blocking, guys. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. One of them's got to get some depth. Look at Debo. Look at this. This is Kittle and Ayuk. And this is these are the things that the 49ers are starting to see on offense and defense. You see it with Bosa. You see it with Debo. And you see it with Kittle. They The gravity. They pull people towards them. How many people do you need to guard Debo? Because you got four in the middle of the field. You got zero on Ayuk. And whenever you're having the type of year that he's having... It's just, again, it's it's gravity. It pulls players to him. Helps get other people wide open. Good job from Jimmy recognizing it. Great job from Ayuk breaking off his route and just sitting on the stick. Um, Very, very nice. Very nice. And again, everybody's coming up for Kittle. He's pass protecting. Good job right there. Just get the ball out quick. Very nice. That's a thing. Kittle pass protect. But again, that's the same kickback block where Kittle goes across motion, across behind the center that we do in our our pitch play. It's the same. It looks the same. So if you go back, if you, if you just joined this episode, somebody asked, and I went on a rant about what makes Kyle different, Kyle Shanahan, that's exactly it. So a lot of times we'll hit, you know, Kittle in the flat up there. Well, he, he takes one step forward, Two, a corner and a linebacker step up. Then he just pass blocks. Well, guess what? You're already sucked up in the backfield. There ain't no way you're getting back on that wheel route. And it, it, those are the things. Who are you going to stop? If you want to take away the stars of the 49ers, that's fine. Because, again, the way these two teams are built could not be more diametrically opposed. 
You have the Rams, who are trading all draft capital in the world to win now with six stars. Uh, five or six stars, right? Multiple first-round picks for Stafford. Multiple first-round picks for um, Jalen Ramsey. You got Aaron Donald, who you drafted in-house. You get Odell Beckham to mutiny and leave and throw a pity party just so he can go somewhere else because he can't win unless he's got a great quarterback. Like, all those guys, that's great. Then their depth is trash. It's not good. It's a bunch of Jags. Just a guy. J-A-G. Just a guy. They got a lot of that. Now look at the 49ers. Same star power, maybe not at the same crucial positions, right? Uh, I mean, you've got Kittle, you've got Trent Williams, you've got Debo, you've got, you know, Bosa, Warner. Like, you've got studs, but then you look at the other positions. That's what's key about this 49ers team. We beat them with Colton McKivitz at left tackle. We beat them with number 27 as our slot corner. We had Josh Norman starting most of the game at cornerback. Well, guess what? We don't have that anymore. Mosley's back, right? Ambry Thomas is going to be back, who had the interception to win the game, ice the game. Those are the things that set these two teams apart. Not only scheme, not only talent, we got both those together. And the attitude, that's the thing, the attitude of this team. I think that's kind of what's important. Now, let's jump into some bets. Here we go. Let's go. My bookie, baby. Appreciate all the support all year. They've been incredible. Even though fantasy football season's over, it doesn't mean that there's not excitement whenever you keep everything alive with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched all the way up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. So all you have to do is head to MyBookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS, or you can use the QR code on the screen. Get the funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets with MyBookie. Now, with the NFL posting on full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from with MyBookie. And here's what I'll tell you, man. MyBookie is home to the exclusive contest that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. We crushed 2021. So be with us as we continue betting with MyBookie for 2022. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ERS. Place your bets and get ready for intensity playoff action bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie all right seeing a couple questions here i want to get to um wg says this man what's your opinion on the running back splitting snaps elijah mitchell always has recovery issues during the week well once you get into um kind of a routine you stick with it when it's been successful and the amount of work that elijah mitchell gets it's not stopping because let's say, again, look at the NFC Championship last time we were in there. That's when we gave the ball like almost 30 times to um, Raheem Mostert, and he broke all kinds of records. That's what you want to do this week. It's going to be Debo, and it's going to be Elijah Mitchell. Uh, just off the top of my head, I'd say Debo gets eight carries, and I'd say Elijah Mitchell gets 16. That's what you want, kind of that two-to-one carry. And yeah, he doesn't trust other people, but the thing is, Elijah Mitchell doesn't get worn down. During the course of a game, he might during the season, but where we're at now, he's got two weeks off you win this game. They're going to load him up, man. They're going to load him up as long as you don't get too far behind. You got to stay close. That's one of my huge things. If this is a close game, the 49ers are winning. They've been through too much. They've gone through these close games and come out on top time after time after time again. They know what it takes to win, whether it's special teams, defense, offense, doesn't matter. Just in the past month alone, 
You can find defense winning in the end. You can find special teams winning in the end. You can find offense winning. They can do it any way, by any means necessary. Now, a couple bets this week. Uh, my two-team teaser. Man, we've been crushing it with these. I'm doing a seven-point teaser championship edition. I'm taking the 49ers, which adds seven points. They're already three-and-a-half underdogs. So the 49ers get ten-and-a-half points versus the Rams. And now I'm taking the Bengals. It's just too many points. You add seven on their six-and-a-half. Or seven and a half. That's Bengals plus 14 and a half points versus the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs probably will win. But two touchdowns? You're giving me two touchdowns? I'll take that. Bet 10 to win seven. Um, then on top of that, again, if you want to see all these bets, um, you can head over to um, patreon.com. Just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. We've got them all there. But I did bet, and I talked about this one earlier, that Debo will have the most yards, receiving yards in the NFC Championship just because the odds were just so good. Bet two to win 14. So if you're one of those people that you know gambles a little bit more money, you can see the payout there could be gigantic. Uh, it's a little bit of a long shot, but the payout's going to cover that for you. Um, and then I'm also betting 49ers win 1-13. to It's a small little win. Um, so 49ers win one to 13 points. So as long as the 49ers don't blow them out, but they win anyway, bet five to win 11. Um, those are a few of those bets. You want to see the rest head on over there. Uh, that's where it is. Now let's get into some predictions. Let's talk about this game. Uh, (coughs) excuse me, Tim. Thank you. He says, John's bets pay for Patreon subscription and then some, yeah, this year, for sure, uh, we, we posted a huge positive last year, nothing like this year. I think we're running on eight weeks concurrently that we have doubled um, our bets, which also has kind of mirrored what the 49ers have done. Uh, both, I don't, I don't put a bet down. Any bet that I do put down, I put my own money on personally. But, yeah, uh, go check that out. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate the shout-out there. Uh, let, let's get into some of these predictions now and what I think is going to take place in this game. The Rams currently have the number five DVOA team. The 49ers are seventh. Very, very close. Good thing is, it's a home game for the 49ers. And as I've repeated several times this podcast, matchups and scheme and talent roster-wise all benefits the 49ers. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with how Kyle Shanahan picks his players. Listen to Shanahan talk about what he chooses to do uh, whenever he's drafted people. I think usually it's it's how, how they look on tape, um, just how they play. There's a certain style to it that um, you can tell the energy they play with down in and down out that they're, they're not doing it because a coach asked them. They're not doing it to earn a scholarship. They're not doing it to try to make money and get in the NFL. They're doing it because they – have a passion for it. And usually you can see that passion on film. Um, sometimes you can hear it from people and stuff, but you can also get fooled with that. You know, the, the tape usually says it all. And um, I'd say that's where we start with. All right. I love it. Oh, a couple things. Uh, first off, let me just say this. We have to do our freaking hat giveaway, which we keep giving away hats. The winner of our hat giveaway is none other than David Del Grande. What's up, man? David the Big. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to you, David Del Grande. Uh, you win your hat. Go ahead and reach out to me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll get that put in the mail for you. And the ever-beautiful Juan Salas, love this man, uh, gave us a gift. He said, T-shirt giveaway. Let's go. I see this hashtag CC's coming in. That's not how you're winning this giveaway. The first person to tell me, 
what was the 49ers Rams score in week 18 when we beat them? What was the 49ers Rams score in week 18? Uh, we'll get a t-shirt. Uh, so we'll see there. Now, again, just want to remind you, um, you might see somebody else's answer first on the screen in the, the comment section. That's not how it works. First one up on my screen. They're all different uh, based on your time zone. I've looked into this. It's what it is. Um, yeah, all those. Yeah, 49ers scores got to be first because we won. There we go. I'm seeing it right there. Just double check it, scroll it up, making sure nobody else missed it. Uh, yeah, 49ers score first because we won. That is the correct answer. And the winner goes to, I'm going to wait just another second, double check. What was the 49ers score versus the Rams? We won. Our score goes first. Sorry, Paul. You were so close. Justin L. 98. Congratulations. The correct answer was 27 to 24. The 49ers win. Justin L. 98. Congratulations. Go ahead and reach out to me. 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'll get you all that stuff and you can pick your shirt and all that and we'll take care of that for you. Uh, compliments to Juan Salas. That ain't me. I don't ask Juan to do that. Juan's just a giving guy. And if you've ever partied with him at a game, a very friendly, amazing human being, um, which which is awesome. He'll be there this Sunday, too, which I'm excited about. So come tailgate with us. I would say uh, we sold out our tailgate. I always tell everybody, like, man, buy your tickets. Buy your tickets. We sell these things out. And sure enough, we sold them out one day after we announced the tailgate. Uh, there's only so many spots, unfortunately. Um, I, I, wish, I wish we could have more. Uh, it's just un unfortunately just space is always limited with how much food you bring and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's what it is. Now, turnovers are going to happen this game. We got Jimmy Garoppolo. That That's just going to happen. Jimmy Garoppolo has had, I believe, five. Uh, yeah, five playoff starts. He has never had more touchdowns and interceptions. He's tied it twice, but he's never. I mean, he throws interceptions. We know this. Not the biggest touchdown guy. That's not what he is. Um, he's a game manager that keeps the 49ers in the game um, and just keeps rolling. Oh, what's up, Derek? Man, love. Man, appreciate this gift. Uh, your generosity is very well acknowledged, man. Thank you so much. Um, Derek says, thank you for what you're doing, John. Uh, dude, right back at you. Appreciate you being a part of this community. Thank you so much. Um, so many awesome people here. Uh, I love this community, man. I'm telling you, it's infectious. It's infectious, and it's awesome when you win. But even, like, we were doing this when we were trash, and amazing people still came through. So thank you, man. I, I really, really do appreciate that. So back to interceptions. The two games that we played against Matt Stafford this year, he's had two turnovers each game. You get That's huge. And Fred Warner, I cannot believe this. Probably, you know, I'm not one of those, like, people that's like, oh, the media, mainstream, blah, whatever. My biggest disappointment in the football community was how nobody acknowledged what Fred Warner did versus the Packers. Coverage-wise, um, run support-wise, just every... Fred Warner, it might have been one of the best linebacker games I've ever seen in my entire life against the Packers. It was insane, and nobody even mentioned it. Nobody talked about it. And it, it's just a further testament to most people don't watch games. Most people don't watch games. They want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Cool. Fred Warner put on a freaking clinic. And I think that continues this week. You know, he didn't win any all-pro votes. He didn't get one. After being first-team all-pro last year, he didn't get any. And I think it affected who he is and who he wants to be. And he has responded. That's what you want. You want to, somebody that's going to respond to adversity 
And I think that continues. I've got Fred Warner with one turnover, 10-plus tackles, and two tackles for loss this game. Um, and Kittle. Kittle's going to be a huge one. I really, really do. Because they put so much emphasis on Kittle in Week 18, and it cost them everywhere else. I think they're going to try to see. I have Kittle having a 30-plus yard reception in the first quarter. I don't think the 49ers get dug in a hole. Um, not 17-0, not a two-score hole. They might fall down you know, 7-0 or something along those lines. I'm okay with that. But Kittle's going to have a big one. And here we go. I'll tell you. I, I put in a big bet that Kittle's biggest reception will be over 20 and a half um, yards. I, I bet that one big. I, I think Kittle's going to have one. He dropped to get the huge catch last week in the first quarter, and that hurt. I'm telling you right now, Kittle's going off. Kittle broke the record for most receiving yards ever by a tight end against the Rams. I was at that game. Like, he balls out against them typically. They designed to keep him away last game. That ain't happening this game. Now let's talk about Jimmy G. Jimmy G, uh, this is Jimmy talking about playing against the Rams three times. Uh, well, I think you always go back and watch the prior games. That's kind of where it starts, and then you kind of just take it from there. The games that they've played recently, you take into account. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of football that they've played throughout this whole season, so you don't want to bog yourself down and be too overwhelmed with all this stuff. So I think there is a fine line of, you know, you want to study the tape as well as you can. And, I mean, we know these guys as well as as well as possible, playing for a third time now. He'll... Nothing will really surprise us, I wouldn't say. You know what they are. They know what you are. This is rival teams. They're not really rivals. They're not They're not that good, but like they haven't been that good in the rivalry, right? We beat them six times in a row. We beat them 17 times in a row back in the 90s. Like I wouldn't call it a rivalry. They don't even have home. Like they're, They just moved here, right? Like They're the new kids, but we own them, so it's whatever. I want to give a shout-out to Jason Aponte. Uh, he retweeted this. I don't know what article it's from, but I thought it was great. And I got so many questions like, oh, how do you beat the Rams three times? Like, oh, that's so difficult. I don't know where this narrative comes from. I don't understand. It's a talking point probably on ESPN. Uh, they've really not done a good job of late. But, like, listen to this, okay? Since the AFL and NFL merger in 1970, there have been 22, okay, 22 occasions where a team – plays a team in the playoffs, and swept them in the regular season with two matchups, so division games, right? So the 49ers are 2-0 against the Rams. This has happened 22 times in the past. Well, um, since that has happened, the team that is up 2-0 has gone 14-8 and in the playoffs against a team that they were 2-0 against. So like th this idea of like, oh, man, it's just so hard. No, it's not. The odds are actually in your favor. If you beat this team twice, there's a reason why you beat them twice. It... it can the Rams win? Yeah, I get it. I'm not sitting here saying the 49ers got this no matter what. It, uh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm doing. So please don't hear that. I'm telling you the reason why the 49ers are already 2-0 and 6-0 against this team is because they match up much better with them than any other team in the NFL. Go back to what I've been saying all year. Man, if we just get in the playoffs, here are the teams I want to play. These are the teams we match up well against. Right? Dallas, Green Bay, the Rams. I've been saying it nonstop. These are great matchup teams with what it is that we do. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so excited, man. Niner by Nature says, What is the percentage of ticket sales the Niners favor? I've been seeing 65%. Uh, been seeing two thirds. Um, it's going to be around there. It's. It's going to be around there. It's going to be red. And again, if you're going to the game, you can wear your white, you can wear your black throwbacks Saturday or on the airport. You go into the stadium, red, baby. 
You like the Kool-Aid man. That's what you need to look like. Like, I'm not wearing this hat. This is my black and red hat. No, no, no. I'm wearing red. Red. <laughs> red out, man. That's what we got to do. So, here we go. The longer this game stays close, I have the 49ers winning. Um, and, again, as lo the longer and longer this goes, the better that fits in the 49ers' favor. Now, that 17-0 and scrapping back and all that stuff, that was great. You don't want to do it again. Too many things can go against you. Ball bounces away. Take that out of it. Yeah, there's going to be penalties. It's a pretty top-heavy penalty crew. That's okay. Keep it close. The 49ers will come triumphant in the end. I have the 49ers winning 24-20. to 24-20, which means... You better be pretty damn good in the red zone. They were trashed last week against the Packers, 0 for 3 in the red zone for touchdowns. That changes. That changes. I think the 49ers are going to be able to move the ball relatively well. And I have the 49ers winning. Um, again, for stuff I've been saying for the past hour, <laughs> um, appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this. And if you're coming out to Los Angeles, come party with us, man. Baja Sharkies, Hermosa Beach. Um, let's go. We're giving away so much stuff. I lose money on these. I'm not very good at things, but like, I freaking love it. The wife's going to be out there. It's going to be a great time. Come party with us. And we're going to be in the pink lot Sunday morning. The tailgate sold out. But if you want to bring your own beverages and food and come party with us, uh, I'll share whatever I got with you. Uh, that's just who I am. But uh, come out party with us, man. Come say what's up. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Um, and again, this is your first time coming to a tailgate, man. You're not going by yourself. We got you. It's faithful. We party together. We celebrate together. We'll be there before and after, um, which is going to be awesome. Adam, thank you for the gift, man. And I got to say this. Shout out to Adam. The last time the Rams played or we did our preview episode was the time we got to talk about Adam and his family um, expanding, which was incredible. Thank you for the gift, Adam. And uh, freaking this is awesome. Enjoy this, guys. This is what sports is about. Enjoy this. Don't let negativity, don't let all those haters on social media ruin this week. Enjoy this. The anticipation, the buildup. Embrace it. Smile. Go to bed with a smile. Wake up with a smile. Enjoy it. That's what we're supposed to do. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Please like and subscribe if you haven't already. Turn that notification bell on. And as always, stay strong, faithful. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.